Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. <sighs> well, a, that's a start to a podcast. My back hurts. I'm tired. Huge sigh. I'm doing 200 square feet of tile in the shower that you bought, the, specifically the small stuff. I sh- told you. You told me you're getting small stuff. You didn't tell me like, hey, what size tile do you want? I would kill to have large tile in the bathroom. Right well, now. actually, my first pick was going to be those big tiles that were like the honed marble looking. So the whole shower was going to look like this, that like marble, you know, like the. Yeah, I know. It's like a one piece. It's like piece, a trend yeah. right now. Yeah, like a, it's like a one piece. No seams. No. But you no are the one that said. Black would look cool. Yeah, black and that. I said black because I wanted a moody, but I would be so on board with the honed tile thing. But the thing is, would you have gotten a connection to somebody who can get us that tile? Well, the the place that we got our tile had that large, but not in black. It was in. Oh, it didn't matter. If you, listen, I just didn't. I thought you just showed me like this no, would be cool. No, that to was do. from the same. Company. I would have totally done it. <laughs> Because it would have taken you one day versus one week. I did not believe. That, I can't believe that Sorry. was an option. Also, still mad you didn't do the herringbone pattern. I'm not doing <laughs> that kidding. ever again. I'll do it if it's like pre-made. I feel like also though. It's fading? Yeah, it's not as. Like I don't wish it. On anybody? To be, on anybody, that's true. I don't wish it on anyone, but I also don't like. Think, oh, we should do herringbone. It'd be so pretty. How old do you think herringbone is is now? Simple is in right now. By the way, my mic sounds kind of low. Does it sound low to you? No. You sound fine to me. Okay, that's just me. I think we had to turn the mics down a little bit when uh, Robert O'Burst was on the podcast last week. (laughs) By the way, if you guys haven't seen, listen to the podcast. Go listen to it. Keep in mind, there's a lot of explicit language there, but uh, it was a wild time. Robert has an interesting story. He's a world strong man. Did we have to have an E in our... Um, There's going to be an E on the, e? for explicit on the... Uh, oh, in that episode? I don't think I've ever said a bad word in this podcast. I've said it before. You but have. I've, I've said it maybe like 1% of the yeah. time. Yeah, that episode was wild. But he's, I mean, he's got a crazy story. Love it. You know, he got to, you know, he be, you know won the World's Strongman competition. He's, you know, hosted a, a show on History Channel. He's been on the Joe Rogan Experience, which ha- that's how I found out about him. Crazy, he's been at, you know, at the comedy store. A lot of accomplishments. The, oh, crazy! But he's just—he's got a wild life too, man. He was like homeless when he was sixteen, sleeping underneath this cart, like just everything against him. But then, like, just figured out life. Mm. It's wild. Can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm. What episode is that? Last episode. Well, what number? Eighty-eight, I think. Eighty-eight. Okay, Listen is that you? Episode oh, number so this is you. So I can remember. Not even knowing, <laughs> trying to promote it. That's. That's cool. Love it. That's cool. But yeah. So we are leaving out of town tomorrow, super early in the morning. And I feel like this happens every time we go somewhere. It's like the endless list of things to do before we leave. Uh, Oh, but. Do you feel like. Well, of course you feel like that. (laughs) Do I? Do you feel it? (laughs) I feel like you're laughing, but your eyes are screaming at me. I'm laughing. I'm about to cry. That's what I I'm know. About to do. You're doing one of those. <laughs> Every time you plan a trip for us, uh, or I mean, last couple of weeks it was, we went to Seattle. That was my doing. But every time there's a trip 
it takes me, it sets me back so far with work. And I don't know if it's because I do too much um, or I maybe I need to like hire on people to handle certain stuff. Because you're a one, yeah, I mean, you have Kyle, but then it's just like you. So sure. if you're not creating content, like if we're gone for like a week or whatever, that's, of course you're going to feel behind, yeah. Right. Unless you're already, you know, a month ahead, <laughs> which is really hard to do. I think I had the biggest panic attack when we... Um, we just came back from Seattle. By um, the way, my shirt's wet. I spilled my athletic greens. She looks like she's got milk let down from her breast. That's why you guys, you guys should go watch the YouTube video of, of the podcast. Yes. Watch it, the YouTube video. It's in 4K. Watch the 4K. If you want to see the wet spot. <laughs> if you want to see the wet spot in 4K. Um, <laughs> but every time, every time I, we, we go, I, 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 I'm so far behind. And so when we came back from Seattle, I, I was in the middle of like putting out fires because like we were talking about shower enclosure in the last episode it's there's things that were going down you know mm -hmm. we're back change of plans essentially and so now we're in the point of like doing two videos at once like kyle's working hard i'm working hard and then i look at the calendar it's like oh and next week you're leaving town for a week <laughs> yeah and i'm just and like, then the next two months you're leaving town like every weekend because the thing is like every Every time I have a hard month, I always go, okay, I just got to get through this month. The next month is going to be easier projects. They're not going to be as big or grand. And they get even harder. <laughs> and then we end up like taking a trip or something like that. And then I'm backed up yeah. again. Well, the thing is, in my defense, this pl trip was planned nine months ago. That doesn't so change it's anything. your fault. No, it doesn't you change You should have planned accordingly. It, none of this is a surprise. But the thing is, is there's only so much I can do to get myself caught up. Um, before leaving and then so much I can do to get caught up after coming back. Like mm -hmm. there's no, there's no solution to this. What am I going to say? Be like, let's multiply Alex and replicate. No, him. but I'm saying like this trip was in the calendar. Like we knew it was coming. It's yeah. not like this last minute thing where it's like, oh yeah. man, I w you know, why did we plan this? It was like we, we had. In my defense, I actually thought we never sat down and said, when we're going to yes, Yellowstone. No, 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 no. We didn't set out like we I knew it was at a cabin. I knew the date that it was, but I didn't know how long it was. And then when I looked at the calendar, because I thought it's going to be one of those Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday deals. And you it's can't like, do Yellowstone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because it's a six hour drive. I'll do it in three. OK, <laughs> you stay five. I'm going to do it in three. So automatically I have this panic attack. It's like I'm gone for a week and not to mention it's like weekday stuff. That's when I kind of lost. Yeah. It. And then you're like, sorry, can't do it. Yeah, Can you bump me up just a, a hair? Kyle? Did oh, you man. need to take your own car? <laughs> <laughs> I actually texted I'll you. I'll drive myself. I actually texted you and I was like, I was like, hey, are we really leaving for this for this long? And, and you know, like, yeah, we're leaving at this and come back on that. And I was like, can we come back a day early? And you're like, yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah. But I'm like, that's, and you have FOMO. So you're like. For you, for the first ones to leave. I, I was no, like, I don't. I don't really care. I would rather you not lose your mind or have a heart attack. I truly felt like I was going to have a heart attack. I know. In fact, and I know the thing is, I know how like stressed you are. So I didn't. I don't want to be like, no, we have to stay the whole time because it doesn't matter. We'll right. have, still have fun. In yeah. fact, it's going to rain, so we might be inside. <laughs> Kyle, can you? You grab that mic right there, by the way. Oh, is that disconnect? No, it's disconnected. Yeah, never mind. Can you tell um, when I'm stressed out? Yeah. 
You can tell do, so what, easily. What, what, here, hold on. Grab, grab, so I want to hear, like, what do I do when I'm stressed out? Oh, man. <clears throat> um, I don't know, man. You're just, like, constantly, like, walking around, grabbing different things. <laughs> Am I pacing? Like, pacing, kind of, like can just see your eyes like spinning. You can see that? Oh yeah. Dude, I, I know I, I curse when I'm like stressed because I'm like, I'll grab my phone and I'll be like, F, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like on your phone trying to figure stuff out. You're, and then you're like short. So I noticed because you're not, you're not your- Spin that mic over to your you. Your regular, um, you're not your regular like goofy, funny self. You're a lot more serious when you're stressed. Like you don't, you don't joke everything like even when i make a joke you'll go like kind of thing because you don't have like the brain capacity to like even take a joke in (laughs) no no i i don't even want to make eye contact with people you would stand there and you'll like maybe like stare at me or something like that or or try to get a reaction or something like that yeah i i have zero and i it's my way and i don't think it's something i need to change to be honest with you i think it's my way of of like keeping it together yeah it's not like you're mean and rude and going off on people. You are just, I guess the best way to describe it is like short. You're just like, sure, like done. Mm-hmm. Sure, okay, fine. Like, you know, like those text messages that will say like, fine, period. Okay, period. Yeah. That's just you because you don't have, you just don't have the time. You're stressed out. You're trying to put out fire. So you're like, okay cool good bye and when Thanks. i say put out fires there's there i have to i think elaborate what putting out fires is because yes elaborate um so part of my work because it's not a actual physical fire there's fires kyle's like why is there fire <laughs> why in is that there corner? fires all over the house i don't understand Here, here's what ends up happening is when i first started this business it was i was just a one-man show so everything was on me but there wasn't a lot of moving parts. There wasn't really a website. There was a YouTube channel. There's an Instagram account. Just post as often as you can. I think I did a little bit of blogging back then. Mm-hmm. I wasn't working with many brands. And so when the operation was small and tidy, and obviously no money was coming in, uh, you're just kind of going, I just need to make stuff until things you know, pop off. Okay. Um, then I constantly kept feeling, especially after hearing other creators uh, I always felt like I was behind on things like, oh, they're doing this. Oh, they're doing uh, Facebook. Oh, they're also doing Snapchat. Oh, they're doing TikTok. I'm not doing TikTok. You're you're doing mm-hmm. this dance back and forth. Oh, they have a trailer for their channel. I don't have a trailer. I need to have a trailer. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, you're, you're constantly, constantly feeling like you're behind. And so the next couple of years was me, you know, just getting after it. I made a list of like things I needed to like do to be on par with what everybody else is doing and diversifying get on pinterest you know uh have plans i hated making plans by the way i was so i remember that there's people who are good at making plans mm-hmm. they're so detailed i'm not detailed so i'm afraid that when i make plans and i sell them people are going to be like dude this doesn't, doesn't work, work. And i'm gonna feel terrible I'm like, <laughs> the drawers I don't. don't open <laughs> i had uh dylan from woodbrew he uh he's like hey man i'll make your plans if you want to like split commission and i was like dude 100 percent, because he's very yeah. detailed yeah very, very deep. So you have did. to be like good at that or like doing it because it's a lot of work. Probably well, there, there's also plans. there's enough money in there to make it worth your time, um, and that's some people's business models where they go, okay, so I'm a YouTuber, I'm this. When it comes to building, and I sell building plans, 
And that's where Part I make my money. Business, yeah. Well, that's where I make my money. You know what I mean? When they get it so perfect. And if you think of it, it's smart because it's residual income. Mm-hmm. You you sit down, you allocate time. You do you, it once. We do it once. And then it's just, it's, it's a product that you're selling. Yeah. Now, I never had interest in that. I always rolled my eyes about it. And I was never good at it. So I didn't want to. Um, so fast forward to today, I now have all these ventures that are, are, I think are very smart in terms of like all the platforms I'm on, you know, all the way we re-edit our content for different uh, platforms like Facebook videos and Rumble and TikTok and Instagram and Reels and everything. And it's great. And you do see the fruit of it. And Amazon links, like everything is truly working and it's profitable. But what ends up happening now that you're doing all that, you are getting traction, which is a good thing, right? You can't complain about you getting traction and getting views. Um, and even making like a dent or being like indexed as the person in that niche. Like I'm in the niche of home renovation mm-hmm. stuff. So when brands come to me, brands, uh, and, and even worse, w- not worse, but this is kind of how it works. When brands come to you, they don't come to you directly from the brand. That only happens like a very small percentage of time. Usually it's a marketing agency that the brand got a hold of and they created a marketing strategy and they're like, we'll find influencers and blah, blah, blah. And they find people like me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I get to be stretched thin, where before I used to just focus on creating the videos and editing the videos. Then Kyle came in the picture. Now he's editing the videos. I'm just creating the projects. But now the next weight that's on my shoulder is the back and forth. I'm negotiating, not negotiating. I'm, I'm, I'm reachable and I have to be reachable with the brands. Right. Because, uh, you know, they, they're the, the 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 when I and when I say brand is the marketing agency essentially where they'll go hey uh, we're working with so and so company they want to work with you they think it'll be a perfect fit great um, I have availability in blank awesome cool here's a contract can we agree on these terms and these deli- deliverables yes cool then we start the project then and and that's let's say the most simplest format like we agree on it we do the project we do the ad read boom it's done submit it to like review. Worst case scenario in that case is like, hey, Kyle, can you, you know, edit in this, you know, edit this part out and put this graphic in. Mm-hmm. That's usually like the best case scenario. But then you have the other uh, side of the coin where they're like creators a thing, let's say Instagram reel or whatever. In, and so you come up with it, you send it and they go, can you change this out? Then you change it out. Can you also change this out? Can you change this out? But that's not just happening on a case by case basis. You're juggling in, you know, like, so right now, our, my, right now is May or sorry, June 3rd. Um, my calendar is going out to September right now. So we're booking for September. So every month is booked until September. That means everybody is that I'm working with in from June till September. And then everybody who, who wants to work past September are in communication with me. So instead of you going, oh, I'm talking to one brand about this, you're juggling. You're like, you're doing this, right? You're invisible so, juggling. Invisible juggling, like the scene from The Office. office. Will no Ferrell, hands. No one hands. hand. No e- hands. Ever, ever, uh, ever Essence? No. Evanescence. Evanescence. Uh, what, <laughs> invisible juggling. <laughs> um, Kyle, do you know that scene from The Office? No? It's good. It's, it's Will really Ferrell. Good. Will Ferrell's in. Um, and so you're now, you know, you're constantly reachable and you have to be reachable. So are the fires you're putting out are communication, like, like making people happy? 
Well, brand not, not necessarily happy, like, but you're executing what they're asking for, right? Yeah. So, so if they say, can we redo this? Can yeah. we actually edit this out? We don't want that language. We want this language. Right. Like those kinds of things. Yes. Usually like the best case scenario with Kyle, when he works on a project, it's like a video. It's a project by project base, right? Mm -hmm. We started a project. We finished a project. He gives me the final product. He gives me the social media stuff. Boom. We're good. Off to the next one. This last month was extremely, I, I bet you even stressful on Kyle. How was this last month? Was it stressful <laughs> or are you good? He doesn't want to talk about it. Was it crazy? Yeah. I mean, I sent you like, I sent you like so many videos. I know. I don't even know how many we put out, but yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> Poor Kyle. <laughs> Which sucks for this video because now like I'm super, it just like pushes everything back. Yeah. I felt so bad that I was like, I was like, I, love, I was like, I gotta get him a gift card. So I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, I'm sorry for like, you know, if you're stretched thin, then he's stressed. Oh, for sure. Thin. But he's yeah. the most, I've never seen Kyle stressed. I've seen him nervous because he's like, like, here's the, here's the worst thing Kyle's ever like said to me in terms of me going like, oh, he's really like bothered by this or like it's taken up a lot of his energy. He goes, he comes in, he goes, I have some bad news. And I go, <laughs> This is while we're like in the middle of like multiple projects at once and enough shit has hit the fan that I'm like, I, what? Like I'm expecting him to say like, we lost all the footage from this like one project. Yeah. And he goes, so I, the subscription model that we have for Google Drive, which, you know, you just upload stuff. It's like one big online hardware or uh, hard drive. He goes, it's going to expire in like a week or something like that. <laughs> You're like. And I'm like, so we didn't lose anything? He goes, no, no, no. We just, we have a week. I was like. I was like, Kyle, that's totally fine. We don't need to keep every clip of every, you know. But to me, that was like the most I've seen him like stressed. stressed. Yeah. He's never well, shown. Well, it's stressful. In one week, it's yeah. going to expire. Yeah. It's, it, it's, yeah. So, but, um, but like, yeah, with me, it's, it's us, me juggling the communication between everybody on multiple projects uh, at once and and the like the social media projects for the most part sometimes he does it but for the most part if it's like an instagram reel or instagram post or something like that it's me editing it right for the brand yeah uh, anything when it comes to video he's doing it and so the constant edits whether it's me giving him me doing it myself or me coming up with creative aspects it's all over the place and now these brands want to have conference calls yeah so now it's you're like squeezing you're, you're squeezing these the, calls you're squeezing these calls in and they're not long they're 30 minute calls but it's just like you could have gone and be productive but no you're sitting down and you're doing either yeah. negotiating or you're doing creative and briefs those things or like are you have to do you, you absolutely just, yeah. have to do you, you keep the brands yeah you, you well as soon as you say hey i don't have time they're gonna they're i mean they they don't need you they're gonna yeah, move on of course but. you have to you have to play that you have to court them and, you know, and it's so a relationship. And so constantly, yeah. like, during the workday, Kyle will see me, like, tinkering on my phone, like, moving there and checking my phone. It's not that I'm checking my social media. It's like, no, the brain goes, like, hey, can you yeah, uh, you've gotta be... send me this or do that? And it's yeah, so that's... that makes sense. You've got to be sure. So do you feel like basically the And just to step... think, we were going to talk about family vacations. <laughs> Never. It's I was like, I don't want to talk about family vacations. That's a boring conversation. <laughs> Let's talk about something with fires. Fire. What putting out say? fires um i just feel like but the thing is it's funny because i feel like we talk about this almost every week but it's, there's like a different spin on it because things are always changing things like social media is always changing so no matter what the conversation is a little bit more relevant i guess and different each time yeah but anyway i was going to ask you we um so the next step for your do you feel like there's a next step for your business to expand what do you always say 
um, not elevate. Diversify? No. Scale. scale. That's what he always says. Yeah. I say it? Scale up. I yeah. say it? Yeah, you say it a lot. I have never. Have I said that? Yeah, you do. I don't ever remember saying the word scale. You know, like there's there's two terms that I hear people saying like in businesses, um, vertical integration and scaling up. And you I've never say, used. No, maybe it's not scaling up. You, you There's a term you always expand? use. Expand? No. It's not diversify? Uh-uh. There's always a term you use when you're talking about like growing. Uh-huh. I feel like it's. Maybe it's not scale up. Do I but say it's dilating? Similar. Yeah, dilating. And we need to dilate my business. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get to four centimeters so I can get induced. I'm only at four, but I need to get to seven. Um, so what is the next step you feel like? Is it hiring somebody? Do you feel like that's the next step you, you to be like more <clears throat> successful in what you're doing and to be less stressed? Well, I think after hiring you on board as like a creative role um, has helped tremendously in terms of taking stress out um, because and the role that we kind of assigned to you is and by the way yes we pay her uh, the role we assigned to you is uh, a creative uh, uh, the creative aspect of the the video idea meaning mm-hmm. um, and we've spoken this many times on the podcast where there is the YouTube game, you know, five years ago, even 10 years ago. And there's a YouTube game that's like right now that's changing. So yeah. whenever you see um, certain videos getting the millions of views and certain videos of content creators who have a lot of followers, but the videos have dropped, it's there's there's a reason for it because the algorithm and what the way people consume content, that's probably more importantly, is the way people consume content is changing because of how many players are at the table, mm-hmm. right? What do I mean by that is um, five years ago, so I've been in YouTube for six since uh, January 2016, you could create a, a, a good YouTube video um, with a good picture and text on the picture. And because there's not a lot of content in that world, let's say of home renovation online, you would do well. You would establish yourself as the dominant person or the the... Like the front runner. The front runner of it, the representative of Mm -hmm. that kind of industry. But now there's more and more people coming to the table. Um, So the cream always rises to the top. So the people who are doing the best are not people who um, are just lucky. It's because they truly have figured out a section, a a trajectory um, that it now makes them stand apart more than somebody else. Mm -hmm. So if you talk to like Mike Montgomery and Ben Ueda, they'll tell you like 10 years ago, the only DIY stuff that I was online was some like 40 year old dude, 50 year old dude with a GoPro in the garage building stuff, but he's not really explaining you how he did it. He's like, I'm building a dining room table and you'd watch that. So they found uh, the market where they go, well, what if we gave tutorials behind that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they maximized it. They had crazy growth and they were the voice of that niche, right? The DIY niche. Right. Um, Fast forward to when I got in the game, I was one of the earlier, not the the first, but earlier people to like the consistent basis of home renovation, big projects that some other people maybe were not, had the budgets to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forwarding to now, after like the views kind of dwindled down, uh, dwindled down with everybody else, um, you have to figure out a way to stand apart even more. So now instead of you going from like the OG side of things where with voiceovers, you got to show some personality. So your voiceover is like 
uh, bourbon moth, Jason uh, Hibbs, I, we had on the podcast too. Check him out. He created, and we've spoken about this before. He created this this uh, lane where he's building the projects. He's not. Sh- he's showing you how he did it. He's not teaching you how he did it, but he's introducing this comic, comedic relief aspect to these videos, and they're still voiceovers. Right. But you see body language. You see face reactions. It's really is it all voiceover. It's all voiceover, and it's really entertaining. I mean, maybe his intro might be not voiceover, but he's doing like the storytelling, and it's very entertaining. Um, so he created his own lane, right? And he's doing crazy good. I mean, I've, I've done this for six years. He's been doing it for a year and a half, two years. He said he started before the pandemic. He's he's has more subscribers and more views than I do. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that true that cream rise to the top. So I can't say Jason got lucky. No, Jason knew exactly. Uh, I mean, he says he didn't even plan it. He's like, I just I was being me. But what the way I see it is that he created a whole new lane and attracted people to it. Right. So it's not people going, I need to know exactly how you built this. It's just watching somebody do something while being in, entertained by he, it. Here's what's brilliant about Jason Hibbs. Um, and I don't know. If, I don't know him that well. I know him enough. Me and him spoke plenty of times and goof around plenty of times. And, but the way I kind of understood it from the podcast, he was even said on the podcast, he goes like, I just learned how to use my analytics. Like, I don't even know my analytics. Like, I don't know how to read, like what I'm doing right or doing wrong. He goes, I'm just being me. And I truly do believe him. But I think he, it's like, I've watched, I've built enough stuff and I've watched people build enough stuff that when I go at the end of the day and I turn on YouTube, I don't really care about watching people build stuff. Like John mm-hmm. Malecki, I hate him, but I also love him. He's a friend. But uh, but on camera, I hate he's him. He's your son. Uh, he's my son. He tells people I'm his son, but no, he's my son. <laughs> he's your son. Um, he, John and I, we both build. We have two different types of skill sets. He's very well-versed in multiple things. I don't care how to learn what John builds, but what I will turn on is seeing John entertain me while he's building. And I think that's what John's doing. That's what uh, Jason Hibbs doing. And I believe for a period of time, I was doing that as well. I think you were trying to when you started. And then you got more into teaching. Like, because it wasn't, it's not necessarily that your videos were like a tutorial because you didn't have like step by step. This is how I, I did it. It was more like, now I'm doing this. I'm using this kind of, product i'm using this kind of tool so you, it was like a little bit of that more of the tutorial but a little bit of entertainment so you kind of were trying to do both i think yeah. and um which i think it's a good lane if you're trying to do both right because you got to give value because right it's a good lane but if you're not standing out in one or the other correct that's when you get lost in everybody all the other videos if your primary um lane is instruction by the way, I should count how many times you've said Lane on this podcast. Lane's a good one. No, sure. <laughs> lane is a good one. Lane's a good one. It's nice to stay between the lanes. If you're at least ten more times. If, if you're well, here's one. Here, if your lane <laughs> is um, is instructional, you want to be how to do thing. Um, you've got to be really good at it. Well, yes, but also I think it's just a matter of time before somebody like if you're building a deck and you've already built a deck and you know how to build a deck there's a good chance that you're not going to want to watch a guy instructing you how to build a deck because you've already built a deck. Mm -hmm. Now, 
if this is, let's say, your uh, favorite personality, if this is, let's say, Jimmy Fallon's a great example. Okay, mm-hmm. so Jimmy Fallon is a personality. He's a com- comedian, entertainer. If Jimmy Fallon decides to put out a video that says, I'm building a deck in my house, you're not going to click on the video because Jimmy Fallon's going to show you how to build a deck. What you want to see is what kind of adventure does Jimmy Fallon get into while he's building yeah. this deck? Yeah. You and know I, it's going to be good. Right. You know now, it's going to be funny. Now, let's say, now I'm only saying this from the perspective of like Jimmy Fallon also knows how to build a deck, right? So you want that in between thing. So Jason Corbin, James Corbin, sorry, not Jason, James Corbin, another great example. And this is not a building example. James Corden? No. Cor- Corden, right? Yeah. Corden. Right? The British okay, guy. Why does this sound wrong in my head? James Corden. Yeah. It I is James Corden. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, Kyle, off off uh, point. So Irina, look what she does. No, I didn't. That was you. What is that? That that's was a, you. It's a fracture on my camera lens. Not me. I this did girl, not do it. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's the hood. It's not the hood. It's the yeah, hood. That's what I said. No, it's okay. don't, don't, don't play it down. Don't play it down. Don't play it down. <laughs> that's what I said. It's not. The lens is she buys. Fine. She buys a tripod. Uses my camera for the, the thing. You and then, told me and to use that tripod. I said, use your tripod. I yeah. didn't realize that you thought that they were saying. How would I have she realized it? Just because there's a square connector <laughs> that whatever other square connector is going to work. No, you have to get the, the male and female adapter. I don't I pick that? up the thing. I pick I'm up the, still new and to the thing flips over technology lands right on the concrete like that, and that's how it shatters it. So it was not my fault because you moved the camera. You were the last you one to touch it. Everybody knows last one to touch it so is you. the that's so you. Is the the last well, one to yeah. touch it. Okay, that's what it, yeah. I'm gonna. It's you know like what? my boys when whoever's the last one to get in the car has to close the door. Is that why you like you leave the my take my car and you like not fill it up and be like last person <laughs> that the, the light came on has to fill it up. I'll drive it until the light almost turns on. But James Corden is a great example where James Corden goes and does carpool karaoke, right? Okay, I need to look at it. Why does this sound wrong? Oh my God. I, I, honey, I really I do know. think it's... You're right. I think because you said his name right, wrong the what first are you gonna, time. What, what are you going to do if, uh, if I'm right and you're wrong? Well, it's James Corden, yeah. You said Corbin. The first time. Yeah. That's why... It probably sounds wrong. So carpool karaoke is something. So he's not a professional singer, but we watch carpool karaoke because we know that he can sing. Right? Yes. That's the exact, but while being entertaining with these musicians. So it's the same thing as like, we, you, we have to know that you can build. So you're not like, it's not like Jimmy Fallon's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try building a deck today. No, like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon knows how to build a deck. But Jimmy Fallon's also a very funny person, entertaining person. We're not saying Jimmy Fallon knows how to build a deck. Just yeah, so do not know. buy a house <laughs> that you find out that Jimmy Fallon built that deck. I don't don't, buy it. don't do that. So yeah. so I think that creative approach has to translate to YouTube. I think that's where YouTube has changed. So if you were to ask me what has happened with YouTube in the last not even five years, but in the last maybe year and a half to two years is that there's a clear separation now where you can't just give information because there's a lot of information. There's hundreds of hours. There's a, actually a statistic of hundreds of hours, what, what the exact number is, of uh, YouTube uh, hours of video being uploaded every day, which is ridiculous, the amount that is. Mm-hmm. So there's only so many, here's how, you know, here, let me show you how to build a coffee table. That doesn't exist anymore. Like yeah. you make, I make one today, Video is going to get barely any views. What's going to end up happening is if you create a personality that people are now watching. Whistlin Diesel is a great example. He's like the the a hole uh, guy who trashes Morning trucks. trucks. Yeah. You have uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Bobby Dukes, who builds, uh, creates these like knives and swords out of small metal pieces. And, um, but he's got like a goofy personality, you know, there's these, a lot of characters. You have to have a character, um, or maybe the character is yourself, but that has to be something it different. It has to be entertaining uh, and people have to love it. Another thing that people has... People either hate you, but you're right. still entertaining or they love you. And then the thumbnail. So this is, again, circling back to how you, you asked, like, what is what is the next step to expanding the business? And scaling, Scaling the business, if yes, I will. It is that word. You say it a lot. Scaling. Um, the... Uh, thumbnails have really changed before the thumbnail would be like a really cool finished product and then a picture of of you like maybe in it or text or title or whatever but there's words on it and it didn't matter if it was busy now the whole game is like it has to be this like high def thing why do you think that changed i think uh the way something is maybe a psychologist would be better to explain this or neurologist i think there's something when the when there's a bunch of things um, that are like the amount of information that's going to your brain that you're receiving as you're scrolling or swiping through something. Mm-hmm. There has to be certain colors, that's certain choppy. simplicity, and certain d- detail uh, aspect that makes you go, ooh, shiny quarter, mm-hmm. right? Um, before, like I said, you can just put on, like uh, I have many of my older thumbnails where it's a finished product. It's me in there. Baba, ta-da. But then be like, cool text. Baba, ta-da. Yeah, cool text, <laughs> cool, um, you know, subtext, right? Title and subtitle, like a lot of stuff, arrows. But then if you if you scroll through it, it's just a bunch of fun, uh, funky colors and you, you're, you know, you really have to stop. Now, now, what makes you stop a scroll? There's something on the neurological aspect where when you see a bunch of the same thing and then something that's not like it, you're gonna pick that thing, right? Hmm. So I think right now there's a lot of people on YouTube who's got these older style of, of thumbnails and then you'll scroll over this like white snow-capped, uh, not snow-capped, but snow-filled uh, forest, a log cabin and just a guy with an ax. No titles, no nothing, but it's crisp shot and and you just saw a bunch of highlighted colors and all this stuff and text, text. and graphics and, and you saw that, you stopped. Mm-hmm. You stop the scroll now. Whether or not you clicked on it, it's a different, you know, uh, question. But the fact that you stopped and it caught your attention—that's the new—that's the new shiny dime. And I think that's the direction that thumbnails are going to. So going back to again answering your question, what am I doing to scale the business and to make my life easier? Is I think hiring you onto this role that handles the storyline, the hook of a project, meaning. Uh, you know, some kind of drama aspect or something that went wrong to make you truly go, I'm going to stop and watch this. Mm-hmm. And in the back of your mind, you might still be like, there's nothing that's going to be that crazy. I'm sure it went well, but it still is enough to make the that yeah. to stand a- apart from something else um, and handling the the creative aspect of a thumbnail, right? I'll, I'll still have the ideas because I study thumbnails more than you. Mm-hmm. But with you, you know how to take a good picture. You know a good shot composition. So I can just walk you through this conversation of going like, here's kind of the idea that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking of executing it in a couple of ways. Let me know if you find another way. And I'll tell you that. And you'll give me an opinion. Be like, ah, I, I like the first one, not the second one cool, can you set up the shot? We'll come in there and then I'll work with you. And I'm sure the more we work together, the more you'll know and have a better tone to it. Yeah, because it's it's just about experience and figuring right. it out as we go because right now I don't know 
like sometimes what you mean when you say i want it to look like this or that and so i think it just yeah takes time it's a growing aspect but i think that's the thing and i think this is why kyle and i have worked so well over the years is because he has a a a craft he knows how to document a story he knows how to film he knows how to have uh, he knows cinematography he knows videography he knows all that stuff Mm-hmm. but I know YouTube in my niche and it's just enough of me just having the conversation with them and be like, Hey, um, we need to pick up the pace here. We need to slow down here. Uh, we need to come up with a little bit of drama and then he'll like extract it. Like mm-hmm. he, he'll be like, say less. Find it. Yeah. Right. And so I think having people on your team that can come up with ideas is one of the most important things. And so, he has ideas. I'll bounce things off of him. In fact, today he even came to me. He goes, hey, I'm not in the DIY space, but I've seen these DIY videos. And here's like six thumbnails that I saw that really kind of made me stop. Hmm. And it was cool because it was everybody that I know in my space because I'm so much in that community. You knew him. But yeah. but he was completely right. And he's the perfect example. Somebody who's not doing DIY. But cons- can still consuming it. He's consuming it. And those thumbnails made him stop and look at them. So that's the best case study mm-hmm. is people like that is like how that means we've talked about we'll this before call your the attention. Yeah, psychology, you? right? Mm-hmm. We're uh, so again on last week's podcast, um, uh, Robert O'Burst. So Robert has been again on the Joe Rogan experience. He's been on Demolition Ranches uh, uh, YouTube channels many times. He's been on and this is the one that I'm talking about specifically is um, Preston Styles, which is our kids love Preston Style, 25 million subscribers, crazy, crazy YouTuber, um, in, in the kid kind of mm-hmm. media of it's videos. Just most just entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah. Like Minecraft. Ga- gaming. Yeah. With like Minecraft gaming stuff. challenges, a lot of silliness, goofiness. It's, it's, a, it, it, they attract like a different demographic of people. But what he was telling me is that they have figured out their operation to such a T that they have two companies that fo- with two companies and eight different uh, uh, photographers, I think, or eight different images, professionally shot images, that they compile a thumbnail. Like the, the two companies that create their thumbnails, they, they run research teams of which colors attract uh, certain attentions. You know, how do the greens work? How do the blues work? Well, what's the aspects? They study human behavior of which things get the best clicks. And then they take like eight, like that's what he's saying. Like he, they take like eight different professional shot pictures, like onset pictures. So they're shooting a video and you hear you have a, a photographer hanging behind the videographer, shoot those pictures and the team will come together and have meetings of the compilation, uh, compilation and comp- not comp- composition that they're trying to put together for a thumbnail because the game, the name of the game is click, watch, engage. Mm-hmm. But the first thing you have to do is click. So it has to stop you. And I told this to Kyle today. I was like, I think we're good about watching part. I think I figured out a good pace for our videos, how to keep the attention span that's not boring and it's not too fast. But the click part is like a whole nother realm that you have to figure out right now of how to get people to click on it. Why do you have half a million subscribers? Why do you have 1.5 million subscribers, but you only got, you know, 50,000 views or 100,000 views? Like, Figure that out. That means of that group of people, your stuff didn't stand out when it was catered to them. Yeah. And I think that goes for any social media right now. Like you've got to stand out so much. You've got to do something different. Even if it's just like just a little bit, 
you know i, I love like, it social, like instagram is a prime example because i w have been lost in like the crowd of that 20 to like 50,000 followers and everybody's doing the same thing and so it's like how do you stand out now do you like get better pictures do you do better picture quality do you do you do like moodier pictures now to stand out because everybody's doing the light and airy do you now do reels that are funny do you do more like informative you know trying to figure that out is hard yeah but it's, it's hard but people are doing it listen so. there's a lot of money in this game mm -hmm. and it should be hard it should Otherwise, be hard. everybody what do they say everybody would be doing if it. if it was easy everybody would be doing it <laughs> yeah it, it has to be hard. Cream rises to the top. And there's a lot of people. You've, and yeah. the beautiful thing is it's a free market, right? I mean, that's the greatest thing about living in this country is like you can do and become anything you want to do or become. You just have to outwork your competition. It's um, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of work. The um, I So in the book Outliers, and this is, I think, the third episode of the podcast that I've mentioned the book. But uh, <laughs> he just wrapped up uh, the last chapter. And he was talking about the Chinese culture about cultivating rice because they were, they were rice farmers for generations. And there's a, a, a Chinese proverb that they say is, they say the, the one who rises before dawn, um, 365 days uh, fails to make their family rich. And so the, the, I think what he's saying in this proverb is that if you outwork the next person consistently, at least try to outwork, when they're sleeping, you're working, and you do that consistently, you will not fail. You will win. It's just a matter of when, mm. right? So Are you I think- a philosopher now? Philosophy this. Uh, <laughs> I think- I know what the kids would say to that. <laughs> don't say it. I and I think that's so true. There's so many people like I'll get DMs from people be like, "Hey, uh, I just want to get your opinion. I'm, I just did ten YouTube videos. What am I doing wrong, dude? Keep hustling. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing. It. You don't I understand. Know. It took me 68 videos before I figured anything out, and then it plateaued, and then I have to figure it out again. Mm -hmm. So just because it, it's not, oh, YouTube should be easy. Everybody's making. And it's not like once you figure it out, you're like set. You have to constantly keep figuring it out. Because there's see. other people who figured yes. it out and, and they're then, getting the views. Yeah. And, and then also like it's constantly evolving yeah. like social media and changing. Like you said with thumbnails, like yeah. you have to co consistently think, be evolving think about, with it. You think about celebrities, uh, actors, musicians, or act, uh, fighters, UFC fighters. You, you can do a good movie, right? Let's say you filmed in uh, um, you know one of the Avengers movie. Cool, fantastic. You're Spider-Man. You're Tom Holland. You did great. Thank you. You did great. But then you have a bunch of other really good movies that come out that you weren't in it. Other people now are the celebrity or mm -hmm. like the, the talk of the town. Well, they're not shooting Avengers, right? You know, in the next couple of years. So you're not going to have, you're not going to be relevant for another couple of years until you do something else. So you have to constantly do stuff to stand out. Right. I That's think, the same same I as think, YouTube rules. You have to stand out constantly. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize how much work it takes to constantly be doing the social media thing and like doing well. I think a lot of people think it's just, oh, I'm going to take this picture of my house and then post it. And then, you know, every once in a while I'll post again. But like all, all of the behind the scenes 
things that people don't realize, especially with you and YouTube, there's so much that goes into it. And I think a lot of people don't understand. If you, I didn't understand it for a long time. If you want to have uh, an Instagram or social media presence, you could most definitely just be that casual person. Every once in a while you post, every once in a while. But if you want to create a business that grows and and just puts more and more money in your pocket or keeps you on par, because as the algorithm changes and there's more players to the game, you're going to get, get pushed further and further back. So if mm -hmm. you used to get 1,000 likes, 10,000 likes, Every year that's gonna get smaller and smaller because there's somebody else who's becoming more and more visible as mm -hmm. getting more and more attention. So if you just want to be a micro influencers that has under 15,000 subscribers or followers, fantastic, just every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But if you truly wanna be an outlier, if you truly wanna be somebody who you're like, I cannot, I, I will not ever go back to my old job, do the nine to five thing again, I have to be the best at this or at least be good at this so I don't have to go back, mm -hmm. then you got to lose sleep over this, man. You you got to be consumed over this. I took a period of my time in the last couple of months where I was so obsessive about thumbnails and figuring out like how to get the attention that after I was done working, I would sit on the couch, I'd watch YouTube, and I would scroll through the 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 browse feature and see all these videos with millions and just take screenshots of their thumbnails and then try to reverse engineer why their thumbnails why work. Those ones, yeah. What's working about those thumbnails that's not working about my thumbnails. I, it, there's not a lot of people who do that. There's not a lot of people who sit and they'll try to reverse engineer it. They'll try to lose sleep over it. They'll try to experiment with stuff there consistently. Because you're constantly- Obsessed, man. Yeah, obsessing over like how can I like optimize even more? And I think a lot of people go, well, it's just the algorithm. It's, I don't know. There's nothing I can do. We spoke about this before. The algorithm is just people. Mm -hmm. Replace the word with algorithm to people. And there you have it. Yeah. I, it's crazy to me. I didn't even know that like thumbnails were such a big deal until you told me. And then um, I listened to that episode, the Rogan episode with um, Mr. Beast. You've officially listened to two full episodes that I recommended. No, I know. But those are the only two episodes you ever listened to. <laughs> no. What did you listen to? Um, there's some other ones. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> sure. No, there's. I'm sure there's been other ones. I can't she, think of Kyle, them. she listened to that episode with Dr. Sean uh, Swanson with the taint and uh, plastics. Remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a really scary one. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's about, that was shocking. It's about the effects of plastics, uh, microplastics in our foods that are carried through like the storage containers and it's packaging like plastics and everything and decrease in sperm counts and shrinking of taints, which is a correlation of uh, whether or not you're fertile or not. And uh, decreases sperm, sperm uh, counts sperm and count. decreases fertility in women mm -hmm. as well. Crazy. That was, yeah. yeah. But see, I listened to it. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> Let me send you a couple of them on aliens. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Bob Lazar should be your next one. <laughs> <laughs> Area 51. Text it to me. Yeah. Maybe on our trip. <laughs> I'll be listening to me did like, you, honey, did you hear? Did, did wait, you know? So, so when you listen to that uh, Shauna Swanson thing, did you, Dr. Swan, Swanson, did you order a bunch of glass containers? Um, I have did, not. Oh, it's in my uh, Amazon cart uh, okay. already. Because I think you yeah. told me you're like, I ordered a bunch of I have to first order it in order to get rid of the ones we have because they're being used sure, right now. Sure. But it's like, like you were saying, there's like 
what do you do with plastic baggies? How do you not use those? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I th- use foil. You yeah. just wrap stuff in foil. Here you go. Here's your snack, your chips. No, honey. you send them to school with one of those uh, ceramic uh, yeah, quiche or uh, not a quiche. What are they called? Uh, when leftovers. We were talking about it. What, yeah. Well, I don't know what those are called. Ceramic? Kyle, what do they call it? Um, it's uh, So if you have leftovers, there's a dish you make by putting like pasta and the leftover meat and you put it and you bake it in the oven. It's not a quiche. It's like a. Somebody will know. You don't yeah, know what I'm I don't talking? know either. I don't know what you're it's, talking about. Do you know what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about. It's, I don't even know what that is. I've never... Somebody's screaming right didn't. now if they're listening to it. Yeah, like, I on know. The radio. It's, it's kind of like a meatloaf dish, but there's a... There's, there's a, a casserole. Oh, pfft. casserole? That's not leftovers. You can make a casserole well, correct, from not Correct, but casseroles are notoriously known for like a leftover thing where you take a, a bunch of stuff from no, like last night's... Yes. I've never had a leftover casserole. You haven't, but traditionally the American <laughs> like dishes, that's what they're casserole... Okay. I mean, you could make a, like a, an intentional casserole yeah. for sure. But casseroles are also used for... So you're talking about like a casserole dish. We send them to school. With a ceramic casserole dish. Or just wrap their like snacks in foil. They're just walking. like a foil ball. You hear ding, 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 ding. Yeah. What is that? Oh, it's just my snack for school. Yeah. They my, unwrap it. It's my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. My mom won't put in a plastic bag. I have to carry the ceramic dish. My mom listened to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Our podcast. Again. All right. This has been fun. I got to get back to tiling. Yeah. Stress level low. <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you watch it on YouTube. Follow us on all of our Instagram accounts uh, and uh, the YouTube channel. It was fun. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.